0: Welcome to Checkpoint Real Talk, a podcast for security folks who want less F-U-D and more F-U-N. In each episode, we'll have lighthearted conversations about security, people, processes, and technology as we react to how they're portrayed in film and TV. We'll bring in experts from inside and outside Checkpoint to break it down. What was accurate? What wasn't? And what can you apply to real-world cyber events? On this episode of Checkpoint Real Talk, we're joined by host Sia Yasu-Tornrat, product marketing manager Diana Polanski, and global head of application security executive Les Korea with a deeper look into The IT Crowd, Series 3, Episode 4, The Speech.
1: What is it?
2: This, Jen, is the internet. <laughs> That's right.
1: This is the internet? (laughs) The whole internet?
2: (laughs) Yep. I offer a loan of it so that you could use it in your speech. (laughs) It's so small. That's one of the surprising things about it.
1: Hang on. It doesn't have any wires or anything.
2: It's wireless.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes, everything's wireless nowadays, isn't it? So I can really use it in my speech? What if someone needs it?
2: Oh, no, no. People will still be able to go online and everything. It'll still work. Oh, good. <laughs> I tell you, you present this to the shareholders and you will get quite a response.
1: Mm. Can I touch it? Ooh. It's so light.
2: Of course it is, Jen. The internet doesn't weigh anything.
1: <laughs> no, of course it doesn't. <laughs> hey! What is Jen doing with the internet? Mark said I could use it for my speech.
2: Are you insane? What yeah, if she
1: drops it? I won't drop it, I'll look after it.
2: No, 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 Jen, no. This this needs to go straight back to Big Ben. Big Ben? <laughs> yeah, it goes on top of Big Ben. That's where you get the best reception.
1: Well, right, I promise, I won't let anything happen to
2: it. No, Jen, I'm sorry. But the elders of the internet would never stand for it
0: okay guys wireless and big ben can we talk about this a little bit because i think that's actually a really important part that i don't think people realize
3: uh how wireless works like diana less what are you what are you guys seeing on that i think those are two different do two, two different parts like can we talk about the wireless and the big ben separately yes Okay. You, okay so so here's the deal actually this- i wouldn't
4: even go there uh, what i would say is the internet and then we can digress into what you know because the term wireless is like there's wired there's wireless too there has right. to be some form of there could be some form of wired too right and if, if well, we, what do you mean you know things are connected like for example you've got connectivity at home right at some, somewhere, like whoever provides your connectivity at home connects the wire to the house or the apartment or whatever. And then you can have a concept of everything wireless, but it's just not, it's not true. Just everything's wireless. It just doesn't work that way. It could be through, maybe you can do it through satellites and all that. Oh, you're
3: saying you're saying that she completely misunderstands the concept of wireless, and they're kind of playing playing a, a joke on her here, and she's trying to pretend that she understands what's going on, but she still doesn't get it.
4: Yeah, and, and I think yeah, that term is it. We could probably use that thing about you know not knowing enough and awareness right at the end of that after that speech, if only because uh, you know it's knowledge in the end, right and awareness. And all of us are very different human beings, regardless of what we do in life. You know? We are exposed to certain things, and therefore, you know, you know that you have that experience. Each of us have our own experiences in our world. We don't need it, doesn't mean that everyone knows everything, that unless you God, gives it. <laughs> but, but the concept of not annoying is very different because what you do, for example, or what she does, right? She 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 does things like you know all this audio visuals and and all that stuff. There's no way in hell I I know enough about. It. I even asked the concept of both of you using green and talking. It's it's those things, right? At the same time, there are some areas that I might be further exposed to. And then there's the whole other thing about behaviors and you know condescending and you know that stuff it's you know the empathy part of life that you know eventually it comes back right it's it's knowing not knowing things is one thing conveying it is another thing and you know having a message that goes across is important because you might have all the knowledge in the world and not know how to communicate
3: Oh, oh, you're right. I can empathize with that. I I remember last year when I was working with some developers, they were going on and on about doing something in a repository, and I didn't know what that word was. And they thought that I – they acted like I was dumb, but I wasn't. I just had never heard it before and didn't know what it was used for.
4: Yeah. And actually, you're bringing up a point, right, the, the concept, and uh, I'm sure – Again, it's the first time I'm sort of seeing these these episodes, for example. But, you know, it comes back to knowledge. You have knowledge, and then you want to convey that. You know, you want to raise awareness by conveying that knowledge. If you don't convey it well, it can be misunderstood. Or you might understand it differently, for example, and explain it in in a different way. I have I feel strongly about a lot of things because even the concept of internet and you know, I, I just think internet is something. It's a concept of connectivity. All of us are connected, right. and we mm-hmm. start using things for for what they are, and, and we make assumptions there because initially it was only meant to be certain. You always build products or you build services to for specific functionality or or that's at least what's the intent regardless of you know how much money comes or, or whatever but then you know it can be used in a very different way people can exploit that in a very different way say like, oh we've got this connectivity set so now what can you do you know and,
3: right about uh, the wasn't it developed by the military
4: yeah but Is it, that yeah, right? yeah yeah but it's it's nothing to even don't even I would go even beyond that right. It was meant to connect, right? And then when you start connecting, nobody actually thought, hey, you know what? You need to secure things and all that stuff. But then you started having – and I'm going even further back than this movie, this episode, if you will, where you have ATMs. People were reluctant to use because, hey, you know what? You're putting your card in. It's going to do something. And it's, well, what if I go in the middle of in between there and try to tap out all that information right and it's never thought to be that way everyone you always make assumptions people will use it the way you build it for and actually you might not and i right I, it
3: reminds me of, of a meme I saw of children on a play a playground and it says and it was talking about ux but it's kind of a similar concept so you see all these slides but the children are actually r- r- sliding down the hill beside the slide.
4: Mm. Yeah. And, and, and you see, so that that tells you about, you know, perceptions, your environments and all that stuff. Because what is us here probably, like in my case, um, in the U.S., right, and our exposures here, was his other cultural exposures and how they see things, even now that he mentioned UX, right, things mean different things in colors and all that to different you know, cultures as well, right? So it, it's those things I see. So for me, like the internet is just like any other technology. Mm-hmm. And that goes to, to what you, you were talking about earlier, about, Diana and Cyr, about your own products, for example, right? You build it for certain things, right. but it's going to be used something else. And I'll say that because... We go to artificial intelligence. It's not a new concept. You, you want machines to do this repetitive work or stuff that you know, so that you can focus on the important stuff. But that whole concept, it can be meant for good, but you can also use it in another way and say, "Hey, now that I'm getting that information, how can I use that information for bad or whatever we we consider the word bad to be, right?" You know? Yeah, it's it's
3: it's interesting. Like like you know, you're talking about the internet that was supposed to improve communication, or maybe I don't really remember how it was developed, but it is, apparently it was supposed to improve communication, but also keep that communication private. And then it sort of became, became kind of people realized that they could tap into into that and like do really malicious things as well as also use it for entertainment and even porn like it's like the military whoever created it is probably just like rolling in his grave right now like what did i do i do think though do you guys feel like there
0: is still a uh, from a population of on earth perspective better education around what the internet is or are we still in that you know ignorance is bliss phase
4: it's actually more than internet. That's what I, I think of, it, right? At least speaking for myself, it's it's technology. There's no, I really the the if you start talking about technology in terms of silos, like you know security risk and all the other stuff, mm-hmm. we miss the bigger picture that in general society will be will evolve and have. So, in other words, uh, say Diana you see, right? For example it's, it's not kind of important that, hey, you know, someone's a, a security person and another person's an IT person, and another person's just a lay person. Eventually, all of us have to be aware of what can or cannot be done. And, and sometimes if you might be aware of certain things, and I might be, uh, for example, an IT person, for example, I might not be aware of that area that you've been exposed to. Uh, And what I think that that those lines have blurred and eventually I think I I see these both IT security and all of that being, you know, under one kind of umbrella. We've broken it down, but really it's one kind of thing. Uh, Right. I
3: feel like that. That's why that, you know. A, lo- a lot of times now you you kind of expect people to know technology and know the possible problems that can ha- that can happen with the technology they use every day like you and I we go through all these security trainings as soon as we Start a new job and they like take over our phone and they put all these controls on it because they know that we're going to hook up to the work computer and work information might go to our phone. But not every not everybody knows that that that's an issue. If it's if you don't work for a cybersecurity company, they don't know that just connecting all of your devices just opens you up to all kinds of problems. So. Then you get mass hysteria on the internet saying saying, "Oh, this place was hacked. This place was hacked. This person got this person got fished because yeah. they thought they thought it was their grandmother, but it was not their grandmother. That happens to me all the time. the every old woman I know has gotten has <laughs> got has gotten fished, and I've gotten these weird Facebook requests that that are saying things to me that sound weird that I wouldn't think that an old lady would send me. so because uh, I think that they get targeted because people assume that a young person probably understands technology enough to know when their Facebook is hacked, but an old lady won't know.
4: Yeah, you know, and I wouldn't be actually even categorize it that but that's an opinion I'm sharing. Because mm-hmm. say, you know, it all depends on your exposure because once, you know, we learn the most when we make mistakes. So the people who have been hit earlier. Will be now much more aware of they should or should not do. That gets into an aspect of behaviors and and uh, social engineering itself. It's the human mind. It's nothing to do with technology. It's just convincing you in such a way and going into behavior psychologically to make you you think one way or the other.
3: So, it, so it might be that the older people that that this happens to them because they're they're just not aware. They didn't grow up. They didn't grow up with this, and it's not even so much that they're less aware of how the technology works is they're just oh, they're less aware that someone would do that to them
4: or expose because as humans right i think in general mm-hmm. you you do, you have trust and if somebody talks to you in a nice way and all that you just feel better right it's it's working on all those psychological things right and that's how this whole concept of social engineering and all that stuff and now when you mix it up with knowledge for example right and again, I'm digressing probably, but when you talk about when we say artificial intelligence, but I want to sort this concept because it, it sounds big, but it's not big really. It is collecting of data, you know, the algorithms are like very few anyway. They they have certain methods of doing things, but it's a combination of getting that, all that data you can possibly get on, say perhaps Diana or, or Shia, for example. Correlating that and curating it, the important stuff, right? It used to be just classifying it, but now it's gone even further of uh, getting the most important stuff and combining that with senses and so on and so forth. I can convince your your friend, your your, your family that hey, this is Diana. No, I'm saying I can, I'm I'm saying in general. You can use technology to convince almost like a human, because I I know so much about one of you, for example, that you would likely think, oh, you know, this is that person. But you to, know, to explain about how, you know, it is believable, right? And I would say that, you know, you're saying nothing happened. You don't know that nothing happened. Because of the techniques that I used to 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 attack, for example, like for example, breaches, and I'm saying this because we talk about all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They're discovered sometimes 200, nearly a year after. What is the, the techniques that you, you hang in there, be dormant? And eventually, you come back and you know, and, and try it. Because otherwise, if you start, as soon as they discover something about your friend, for example, Diana, I could go into it and then you become, like, hey, this looks, you know, Fishy. that, well, what are you doing? You know, I'd wait and just listen, you know, gather more information and all that stuff, and then send in another, you know. And eventually, when I got enough, then I'll just go and attack. And that's the way most breaches also happen. Even the things that we hear about in the news, it's only a small, it's like an iceberg, right? right. You only hear the top thing. You don't, you don't know what's underneath. Right? 90% of that stuff is already exposed. You know, companies are paying, you know, and all that stuff even though say the policy isn't, for example, you know, so that's why they're. it's risk averse. Being risk averse is one thing. And the other thing is the, uh, the reputation is a big thing, right? You can say, oh, you know, if you talk company-wise, so they try to block in general, so. That
0: makes, so, that makes absolute, absolute sense.
2: Of course it is, Jen. The internet doesn't weigh anything.
1: <laughs> no, of course it doesn't. <laughs> hey, hey, what is Jen doing with the internet? Ma said I could use it for my speech.
2: Are you insane? What
1: if she drops it? I won't drop it. I'll look after it.
2: No, 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 Jen. No, this, this needs to go straight back to Big Ben.
1: Big Ben. Yeah,
2: it goes on top of Big Ben. That's where you get the best reception.
1: Roy, I promise, I won't let anything happen to it.
2: No, Jen, I'm sorry. But the elders of the internet would never stand for it. No, no, Roy, I spoke to the elders of the internet not one elders hour ago. Of the internet. I told them about Jen winning Employee of the Month, and they were so impressed that they wanted to do whatever they could to help.
1: Wait a minute. The elders of the internet. The elders of the internet know who I am. You've got to let me have it.
2: No, Jen, I'm sorry. It's just too risky. Oh,
3: please, Roy. Uh, We want to talk about the elders of the internet? I think we need
0: to do the elders of the internet. Okay.
3: Yeah. You guys, if we
0: were to look at elders of the internet, what would they be, like, in real life?
4: (laughs) No. I have a different concept. It, I, the way I'm looking at this, they're probably, you know, you're trying to, you know, convince her and, you know, by name dropping, you know, so that, you know, everyone wants to be associated with the, the big names, for example, right? And so the concept of, oh, elders and somebody, oh, somebody is important, if you will, and associated with this technology that you're trying to do, and that's our society itself, Right. Oh, I know so and so. And so, you know, in
0: mm.
4: life. And, and I, I think you're trying to play on her, her mind and, you know, hey, you know, so and so. Oh, and even if it could be real, well, who cares? It's name dropping to convince her that it's, you know, something, some important folks are involved here. And, you know, so it means a lot. So that it's a, it's a, Psychological thing on or, or, or convincing her psychologically.
3: Oh, that, that absolutely is going my going on, <laughs> but but it but it also reminds me of what you were saying. But when we spoke earlier about this this concept of of governments and and someone governing the internet.
4: Yeah, I, and that's I mean, true. Sorry, yeah, no, on. no.
0: Go ahead, go ahead.
4: Yeah, it is. But you know the the, the concept of even governance and governing the government to the left, right? That's usually their regulations after the fact. Also, I have that opinion too, right? When new mm-hmm. technology comes up, uh, you know, until you realize that there's something that's going to be potentially something, oh, let's put you know, regulations in place and, you know, and so on and cover if you look at it from that perspective. But who is this, you know, governance area. It depends on which area you are in. Like, for example, does is it uh, across nations? You know, each, each place has its own rules and what they can. You can use it for, you know, you have some states that, in fact, maybe all states do it in some way, shape, or form, you know.
3: Right. Like, I start thinking about the difference between, say, GDPR and CCPA, yeah. like like what privacy laws that you have in California, they're directly related to what's going on in Europe. And now every single time I go on a website, I have all these annoying pop-ups and check boxes I have to have to do. And I know I'm part of the problem because I create these websites and I have to do it.
4: Yeah, but there's also the other thing, right? It's beyond that. It's could be governments uh, monitoring you for everything. Oh. Mm, right? I didn't um, think
3: about that. Yeah, but, but that's
4: being done, right? Today, we say, when we talk about all this privacy stuff, that is for at least legally and making the assumption that everyone would follow those rules, right? Right. But in reality, if you didn't want to follow any rules, you could get that information anyway. Right. Like right, cool I, 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 I guess I'm
0: I, I thinking get...
3: about it. Uh, I'm thinking about it a little bit at face value. Like I have to put this on these uh, websites and deal with it on websites, and I'm not even thinking about that. My credit cards might be on the websites, and then if mine are, and I don't even, uh, and it's not that big of a deal. If, if you know, it's easy for me to block my credit cards or whatever. But what what if these? What if I used a work computer and went on the internet and all the work data that that would be a big deal.
4: Yeah, but see, at least you, you might have better controls there because these uh, the workplaces tend to have better controls for for the work they do. But that doesn't mean that information is not available. No, uh, yeah, I agree, and, and that's why the concept of privacy, as we understand it from you know the word privacy. It depends on how you're looking at it. If you're looking at it purely from a regulation perspective and you're breaking it and, therefore, it costs money and all that stuff, that's one thing. But if you look at it from another perspective, hey, do I? if I need to know something about a person, I just have to look at all these other data sources or use you know, the same artificial intelligence toolings and all that that's available of data sources and get that information regardless, and you'll get it. But I, I, what I'm relating to you is the concept of privacy is a big word that means different things depending on the context. I hope I'm, I'm, I'm clear. Oh, ab-
3: absolutely. Like you're not talking about just personal identifying information and web traffic. You're you're talking about real surveillance, like every single thing someone, yeah, and someone the, does.
4: Yeah, and the fact, like, yeah, you've crossed the road. You're a you, you get everything you've got your your watches and you know your stuff you can be tracked and and you and that tracking happens unbelievable i can tell you this like for example you might have something like a fitbit or, or something or gone and know, whatever thing that you have that's tracking you that's how it knows how many steps you've done so what think about it this way. you know diana let's say you're in uh, in a place let's call uh Let any place. Let's say any. I don't want to name countries. Then it becomes another whole thing. But like you're in a place, I can track you. Where have you been? And there are there are tools available for free to to track that this person. So do you think it's
3: unsafe to wear to wear um, a Fitbit?
4: No, I'm just (laughs) saying. I can say. uh, Look, we can go at face value and say that. I'm just saying that that concept of being private or it, it's it's a myth it is so, so because once you put things out you can't take it out got it.
3: oh right and so I, no I, matter I, what controls we put up put over you're you're yeah. you're only pulling you're only allowing people still only a little bit of privacy
4: yeah and, not- and but remember because i can take you like today what a deep fake and all that stuff that's happening right I can take your face and put it on someone else and say, hey, and it looks so real. Right.
3: No. Put me on the Yeah,
4: uh, I know. So I'm um, just giving you these sort of examples of, of things. I know we digress here, but the concept of, of that governance is good. It's good because you need to have guidelines and controls and someone to oversee. Yeah. But m- many a time they are more reactionary because they say, oh, this was built for that. And now, it's being used this way, so let's put regulation now. At least our citizens or our, if they break this or somebody working with us, they have to follow those standards, and therefore mm. we either find them. But again, even that is another become a, in the legal perspective, it's become another headache because usually, depending on who that person is, like you know, the attorney general or whoever that is, right, might make an example of some company. So to say so, and the same thing being done by someone else might not, because only this company is bigger, or, or has is known much further. You, you have them, and then that, that that person who who like you know put them. I I use the word attorney generally it could be someone else. gets you know can get elected because they want to make a name for themselves.
3: So this whole,
4: right. I mean, you, I'll just say this like, in what
3: case would they be in what sort of situation would they tr- be trying to, like, basically, I don't know, tar and feather someone? Uh, t- t- I do not
4: understand it at all.
3: Oh, okay. I'm saying, in what, um, if if they want to use someone as an as a negative example, don't do this, what would a scenario like that be? No,
4: it's like, say, say you've broken the law, you won't mention privacy, right? Whether it's GDPR or something, uh, or CCPA, or this here in California, here in the U.S. privacy things, right? You can get people being fined big time, but it's usually there are many who've done it, but the one, one or two, maybe the first ones would be the big example. Just like in anything, you get arrested, and you want to make a case that no one else should do something, and therefore that the first few people become the example and if you're a bigger person it, it's more named for the person who's arresting you and therefore their image gets elevated as well the person who's arresting you so now when somebody says oh so- and so arrested this thing like, oh they know him, him or her whoever that person is you know they know that person already and therefore their name exposure goes up you know it's, it's like I said name dropping. You the psychology of how things work.
0: Which I think then, is perfect. I think it's perfect that you tie that back to, again, Jen saying, oh, my God, elders of the internet know who yeah. I am. Man yeah. alive. I, everything you guys just kind of like went through just like in my head was uh, a couple things here is uh, humans don't like to follow rules because I have a, a – a, a, a perspective that we are inherently lazy because we want to do the open shortest path first and get to whatever, you know, thing that we're going towards. And so if we don't have governance of some capacity, it's just anarchy at that point, because if Mm -hmm. there's a will, there's always a way to do it. Someone's going to want to do it differently. You remind me of if you've been to Asia during traffic rush hour, sometimes those lines on that street are just like recommendations (laughs) and there's others that just start like driving down the sidewalk because they need to get somewhere so i mean i feel like that's like visually that's how i view the internet and just how we view access to data um it's
3: a lot it's a lot it is and if they're like humans it's not just that they don't like to follow rules they're careless And most, uh, like, hacks, I mean, like, 90% of them, or less can probably correct me, are due to human error. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. The, The
0: human, I don't care. I actually just said this in an earlier conversation. Technology is, I think, in a way to be a tool of convenience for us as humans. Like, we were talking about AI, right? Everyone's so fearful of AI. There's pros and cons to it. But at its root, at its core, is automation. It is to take away the mundane, repetitive tasks, automate that. So like you say, Les, we can do more creative things. We can do and use our minds, you know, and get deeper into whatever task that needs to, you know, whatever problem we're solving. Um, but I do think we run the risk as humans. We're fallible. Technology is getting to that point where it doesn't matter how many security borders that you put up, you um, us humans, if we see an email from you know someone we know and trust that might have gotten hacked, we're going to click on it.
4: Yeah, but yeah, but that, that has never, ever changed, right? If, if that's the way I see it. Better we use other technology and more technology and so on and so forth. It's just that it's such, It's you know, and I think people will evolve and the, the basic stuff would be eventually already, almost everyone in their cousin would know it and you know, things like uh, like today, we use an ATM, we use this. We, it's just become natural. We right. use a credit card instead of cash. And, you know, it's this basic... It never used to be that not so long ago, you know? And it becomes a natural thing. But, yeah, I think that the people part of it is the most difficult part, right? Yeah. Right. The more
3: technology you have, I don't... Like, some people are afraid that it takes away jobs, but it actually creates jobs you need people to monitor this stuff
4: oh now yes actually you're, you're right on key there as well as you create, you create other types of jobs right because now this kind of you know even if you say oh it's going to take away a job then that repetitive mundane stuff now you can focus on things that make you more happy it's, as against repeating the same thing again and again
0: oh my gosh yeah. i think we can keep racking poetic on this guys i think it's you know, just us being in this industry, right? We see we see so much of just humanity, all our foibles, right? And we're always having to second guess, right? Because there's where, where people can make money, there's going to be malicious intent, right? Because greed is is a huge driver, right? And whatever
3: that whatever motivates greed, that's a different issue, and that's not our well, topic right. Of conversation. Right? It's not but- just greed though, because like when 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 you think about all the different ways that people can get hacked and the motive, the people and companies, the motivation it it can be like nation states, like big governments going after it. People can do it. People can hack a company because they're bored and they're smart. Like less. Like how many different? What is there? Like five or six, ten, maybe even ten different reasons why people hack. Uh, I
4: don't want to say why people hack. But you know, hacking is just hacking. You can hack making food as well. But the point is, I think what's important is you're right. It's not just money, right? I think it is. It, is, it could be power. Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. I mean, you want power and you want just to upend something else, you know. I, I mean, mean, look. You turn a whole nother level in. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into that whole political. <laughs> Thing,
0: yeah. i'm just gonna am like hey man like the big scary scariest nation state that's, that's the yeah. bigger one right like look as long as you have an ip address you are exposed and you have a potential of getting hacked In whatever like my toaster now has an ip address right like like but there's that kind of uh malicious activity and then there's the truly what i'm very afraid of is the nation state activities which i think we could go on another topic at another no, time actually, but...
4: i think all of them are equally bad right because i don't, in fact because look hey just because you chose a, based on that or or something else i can find out more information about it but to me to get to your place is just good enough and i'll just get whatever i can and you know humans generally generally i'm not saying anyone does it that way but I'm more concerned about the surrounding area. It's not like, hey, this place is fighting against. Yes, people do think about it, but they're more concerned about their, their own areas and space. Uh, you know, it doesn't affect you as much until you're affecting yourself or somebody really close to you is affected. And that's when you realize, hey, this is serious, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm talking from a, uh, from a, from a psychological thing, I'm not saying that he. I mean, all of us care about, you know, things being bad and justice and all that stuff. But the biggest one happens when it hits close to home. It does,
3: right? That's with anything. It's like when you when you see a clip in the media about war. If if it shows like a thousand a thousand people died, you might just kind of gloss over it. But when it shows a personal story of this. One little girl who might have died in a war, then you pay attention.
4: And even it's more crazy than that. If you knew that one little girl, yeah, was I... it, then it really hits home. Yes. so. Yes, you know, it, it's those little things. And also, again, because even if thousands die, right? If it is, uh, it depends also the type of country, right? Sometimes value of life is also. I don't mean going totally out of what here, but
0: <laughs> what. What leader? What world leader? Was it Stalin when he said, "Yeah, numbers. Uh, one person dies, it's a tragedy. A million people die, it's it's a statistic." Who said that, guys? That's like crazy. Uh, I, I,
4: I, I forgot. The
0: I don't. I don't remember, but it's a but good you, one. But it's such a valid point, and that's the same thing with security, cybersecurity in general, right? One person gets hacked. Oh well, you know, or that company. Oh well, uh, but until you realize, oh wait a minute, that company got hacked. And now everyone has your data and information. You might want to be a little bit more concerned about it. It's Man, It's we're so connected in so many different ways. And yet, I don't know, I feel like uh, the elders of the internet here is really referring back to is, you know, we want our freedoms. We want our personal data, but we also need some kind of governance and, uh, you know, something to help us kind of protect us overall in a lot of different ways. I mean, I who would have thought IT crowd would give us, like, this level of, like, deep, like...
3: Deep <laughs> anything. Well, well that, that's that's what satire is. Is it's, it's making fun of serious issues.
4: Yeah. You know, the, the folks that actually think they know everything are the ones that would probably fail at some point in time. <laughs> usually, usually
3: the folks that pretend they know everything actually know a little bit less. <laughs> the, yeah. And they're, try, they're trying to cover it up.
4: Right. Sure, yeah.
3: Well, they don't well, know, They don't what know, know. Right, right. Or they're embarrassed of what they don't know. What I'm seeing here is is something that's interesting to me in the security field is you, you have several levels here. You have these business people, it seems, from what I'm looking at, watching this it leader so which i'm 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 kind of relating to like like maybe cisos and security folks and then the dev people like the engineers behind the it guys here like the engineers behind everything
4: okay i i, I don't know that I, yeah maybe it is but anything that is a buzz right the way i looked at this uh, the whole internet speech and all that stuff And everything's a big buzzword. Yes. Today it's this. Tomorrow it's something else, right? Self-driving cars. This It's always because people know very little, not enough about it until it becomes natural.
0: Yes. Um,
3: Do all cybersecurity, like CISOs, a lot like you? No,
4: it's 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 got nothing. I don't know that it's only. I wouldn't even call this in in only security. I would say every technologist or any scientist, right, in general. There's levels of knowledge, obviously. And like I said, I think we we touched upon this earlier. It's your exposure to certain things, right? If you're exposed, and if you've been exposed to certain things or you've made mistakes, you will have learned much more than the person who never made those mistakes. Because they think that person who never made mistakes will think everything's gung-ho because they're doing things right. But until... You've got a slight deflection on the way. Then now you've, you've learned something that you might never forget. In fact, the best people who you know been successful are the folks who made mistakes and missteps, you know, along the way to make them stronger, richer people in general. So, I, I
0: don't. Yeah, I do agree with that. I also though is purpose, right? Like, if you are in a leadership position in technology, your show your your focus shifts, right? Like you still have to have the practitioners the that actually have to run and touch the equipment, if you will, and the software, right? All the applications and manage all that. And then as you move up into the hierarchy of management, it's less about the tasks and it's more about the overall purpose of those tasks. Is it solving a business problem? Is this something that's going to help a company more profitable? Is this something that's going to secure your clients or, or your internal company data, et cetera. I mean, would imagine less at this point, like I'm not saying that you're not technical because heaven knows you got like a thousand like, <laughs> like certs. Okay. Uh, you're a rarity, but at some point I think people of your caliber do move away. Oh, well, you have, from being to, technical, right? you have right? to
4: do it. Yeah. You have to see whether it's fit for purpose. And that's where the messaging that Dan was speaking about right earlier as well. And you're right on money, right. Is to convey that message in such a way that it's not just the technical part of it. thing. Conveying it, why you know it's good for the business or, or for whatever the use case is, right? And if if you are not respectful of how you know of knowledge or, or, or communicating that way, you 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 hash it up, and you you might have the best thing in the world, but it'll never either sell or people won't embrace it as much. And I can right. so, so I
3: think that, that that's what Sia was saying is like the different level of focus here is like the people who build the technology are in love with their features. The people who are trying to market are in love with the words around the features, but but they're missing the point of what security people people they're carried, they're worried about the business it what what this means to their business and to what they have to say to the to like the shareholders and the board the board that's the world's looking for the board, I would
4: uh, actually, it's not I, I would actually say leaders right beyond leaders security. Uh, beyond security because uh, it is if you say security or anything else it, you know uh, security folks look whatever the leaders also look from a risk perspective right while uh, other technologies in general might look at the availability of something and ease of use as against, you know, you you should look at all, but security, you look in terms of what is the risk of using this or not using it, and the message would be as such. But from a business perspective, you still look in terms of business, how does it help, and then you read the benefits and, you know, the pros and cons. Do you find order. when
3: you do you find when you go to go to work that the business people are sometimes like this that they're so in love with something shiny in the latest technology and they don't understand no, what but, it but, is but, but they want it anyway
4: no but yeah that's always that's true for in life right but the, the truth is uh, the from a security perspective you have to make a case for why. What is the risk, and what's the risk appetite of using such? But that we have to do that individually as well, right? You say, oh, hey, well, I'm using this. I'm driving a car. I'm going here. I can't drive, but I'm driving. So this is your risk, and you could meet in an accident. And now, what's your risk appetite? You're okay, but you know, meeting in an accident, not only you, but you know, hitting someone else, right, and so on. But that's in general. That's the way how a whole world gets around."
0: Yeah. No, you know, you just, vi- you gave me a visual of like, imagine if like our task is we need to go to the grocery store to pick up groceries and you have the option of like walking there, riding a bike or a pretty new shiny Lamborghini. And it's mm-hmm. like, sometimes that Lamborghini will get you there. But if you don't know how to drive a Lamborghini, guess what? You're probably not going to make it to the store. Yeah. You will really, conceptually should take you there. Right. Um, no, you just you kind of made me giggle on that because, you know, from an IT in general or security, whatever have you, is this assumption being that technology will always be the best thing. And that it doesn't like, if it doesn't go well, does it result in anarchy? So, you know, with this video here that with her speech, you know, and she's appealing to these non-educated people, a very real fear of like, what if the internet does go down and everyone just like freaks out? Didn't we all think that was going to happen with Y2K?
4: Yeah, that's exactly true. Uh, but by the way, I, I wouldn't even use the term uneducated. It's unaware, right? Unaware. Look at you yeah. being so nice. You, you are an yeah. executive, aren't yeah. you? No, yeah. not at all. No, it's true. Because unedu- what is education anyway? It's not just you get a piece of paper and you got – it's like, you know, how aware are you or not, right? Yeah. You, you know, of, of things in life or in general.
3: Or how how well how much do you buy into the hysteria? I mean, yeah. I remember oh, Y two K when everyone thought everything was going to be set yeah. over. Th- there were people stockpiling in in their homes with the the food, just like that we were about to have an earthquake because they really thought everything was going to be shut down, like grocery stores and like their their offices, they thought they wouldn't be able to go to work. I I, and I was out I was out there with a video camera just recording all of this hysteria that they think, okay, well if it does happen, I was kind of agnostic, like, you know, how people are like, I kind of believe it, but I kind of don't. You know, but let's just capture this and see what happens.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, and that's yeah, YTK was a good example of yeah of what happened, right? And it's, there's there's gonna be many more. It's it's always yeah. now have you come to that cusp about you know electric cars and you know that do so many things and you know each one's you know one up in the other you know and, and and other technology as well I'm just saying in, in examples of but you use all that information to do other things, but then these things can be misused as well so in so many ways.
3: So, no. what would happen if we didn't have that anymore? If all this technology just went away, what would happen?
4: Oh, huh. so, <laughs> that's a big word. But, like, what <laughs> I would say is, right, generally you have backups, right? So, for example, oh. today, we're so used to using GPS and going from one place to another. There was a time and we knew how uh, we use maps. But if you knew how roads are built in general, you'll have an idea there's north-south. Even the real north is not, you know, it's slightly to the left of where if you go by magnetic south. But let's see. But I I don't know how many of you are aware in general. And that's true in the air as well. You know, in general, uh, odd numbers are north-south and even numbers are east-west when you go on a highway.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I have noticed that. That's funny that you should mention that, at least in
3: the U.S., yeah. Does it, no,
4: is but, it but even behind, I don't know. I get ever, lost
3: like, all
4: the time. I couldn't yeah. tell you. <laughs> no, but, but then, uh, it's not an exact science, right? Because, uh, the, like, say, if you take a number of 95, right, it goes north-south, but then you say, oh, there's a 495. It's sort of going, you, you think of it almost like a tributary of, of things. And similarly, like the roads in, in Europe, a lot of them were the Roman roads, for example, right. that are built over. Uh, and and these things were actually built for the military. Just so you know, what hmm. so roads
3: well, were built for the military or the number? Yeah, uh, is- yeah
4: uh, roads too. Right? But uh, we can get into a whole, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, because this is something I, I really love about cultures and and how things work and all that stuff and how. Armies were. Oh God! We didn't digress too much. So. I was going to
0: say, did we just take you down a rabbit hole in your mind right there? Did you just? Yeah, flash? because like
4: if you if you really look at it, and I'm, uh, you don't have to put this in the. Uh,
3: no, I mean I like it. I want it I to like it. they keep going, man. It. Yeah. If no. you look at it,
4: right these uh, these roads, for example, in, and back in the day, when we didn't have all these you know flying stuff, you know planes and all that stuff. In some areas, in in cities, if you see, they were built very narrow. And there's a reason for that. Because however big your army was, they couldn't fit in at the same time, side by side, you know, just post. So what could happen is, even if you had a smaller army, you could still fight those two or three people that can fit in that that gap. And you could win. And and if you see some of these older uh, cities and all that stuff in Europe and all that, you you find these houses that were narrow streets, right? Right. Where where even the women and and I'm saying women, and it doesn't mean every everyone fought, but generally it was the men could throw hot water, for example, on, yeah. on soldiers that they came down and all. So these are you know be involved in life and and stuff like that. But I I know we digress be this whole concept of you know what if we didn't have the technology. I'm just saying that hey people adapt and they, they do things in different ways
0: because it's they're innovating right what is yeah. that uh you know necessity is the the for yeah, yeah. innovation or whatever mother yeah,
4: <laughs> it, it gets also very <laughs> interesting because will we survive i don't i don't have an answer for that because we've become so dependent as well right right so you know it used to be now it's Google, right we google something but, you know, before we did, you just had to read things and you just read things and you wrote notes and all that stuff. And now it's going to go even further with all this other artificial Right. And it's
3: also kind of like getting into this, like this concept of geek, because like in, in, the, in the past, like when knowledge wasn't readily accessible, you had to chase it. So then the people who knew a lot of things, you knew that they weren't outside playing. They weren't hanging out with their friends. They were sitting either in a dark room by themselves or they were at the, or they were at the library. So but well, now they can anyone can find any the answer to anything all the time. So like if you see a kid today, they seem like they know everything.
4: No, but, but you see, but this concept goes down from the old days, from ancient times. The scribes were the big guns. Because mm-hmm. they were the people who read and wrote things, right? Yeah. and it goes down now here. Because even then, we we say, like we we assume, right? This knowledge it, we get, we are getting into now this whole Chat GPT and, and whatever, right? The concept is that you are dependent on all that data that's being curated and 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 uh, you know the senses there. It could be wrong. What if the the premise of the whole thing is wrong? You're getting information. Even things like writing. Writing is an art. Some of us write and some of us don't, right? And, and it comes some write better, others don't. And we spoke about some communications. Machines can do a lot of the good things because they can correct things, right? So, but yeah, at the same time, you're getting information, which is, now you're starting at a different level. So there'll be an argument, hey, if you had to write a, a, a paper, for example, at university, right? It used to be that you started from scratch and you reached that rudimentary level because you're not a, a, a doctor as yet, right? You reached that level. But now the computers can reach, take you to a whole other level and you improve upon that as again saying, oh, now it's become easier. You know. Right. But well, now-, now,
3: like you mentioned, chat GPT, you can even... Write a draft of your article, and now now teachers have to use a different AI tool to see if chat GPT wrote your article. or No, or... It,
4: I, I wouldn't <laughs> even attack it that way. I would mm-hmm. uh, no. I think there are there, no, these are all opinions, then right. The question right. comes: Hey, you can't stop that. You can guide, but the question yeah. comes: Okay, somebody's used that. Then so what? Now now that you've gathered so much, right? Tell me what what was. What more can you add to this? Maybe that's the the path. That oh
3: right, on. so now, so now, okay, you can't stop them from using it, but so you need they, to test their knowledge to see if they used it to actually learn something. Since this is a yeah, so course. because
4: the, the the level has gone to a different level now, right? It used mm-hmm. to be you were coming only to to that level five, for example, but now that whole level five is written by the uh, by artificial intelligence. So now, how can you get to level seven? Tell me about after you've got this, what can you tell me more about, you know, that can be the test. Mm, okay. As you're as making as me is. think
0: less. You're making me think more. Cause I poo poo chat GPT because I actually argued with someone else the other day was the one you know thing that makes us humans is our ability to have the extraordinarily complex conversations that has emotions and a lot of nuances and subtleties. And so for me to hear and see what chat GPT is capable of, I'm kind of like, why would you want to take away language? Like, that's the one thing that really helps us develop and form deep, complex relationships, articulate our emotions, et cetera. I I don't know why we'd want to automate that and and have a a machine do it for us. Right. But you're helping me see it a little bit differently. Yeah, I hate it, but I see what you're saying.
4: Yeah, because you have to adapt. And there's nothing you can do about new things that come out. Because once it's out of the rabbit hole, it's just there. It's, it's, you're right. Uh, it's, and, yeah. it's, so now, instead of fighting it, you use it and see what. Because the bad guys are going to use the same thing anyway. So yeah. you start using it and learn to live with it, you know, and, and so on. There's, there's, there's so much in this whole concept of thinking. Accountability, the complexity of us as human beings will never be replaced. So even, for example, you, you know, Diana or Sierra right, you've created this paper, you've done this, and you might use GPT to create this whole episode or whatever, you're talking about just making this up, right? You'd, you'd say you use this, and then what? You can,
3: you can but you know what? The, the, the thing is, is with all of those tools... Is is it they they do the best they can. You really have to you really have to work hard if you're going to use an AI tool for creativity. They can do a good job to make something look like passable for so something that's kind of mediocre, okay. But once you want to get like emotion and you want to get a certain style, then you know you need human yeah, intervention. It, yeah,
4: that's exactly what I was saying. Right, you need to mm-hmm. make it to the next level of showing happens, you know, how things happen and adapt to it, so that now you're differentiating. Because even if I said, hey, don't do this, and you don't do that, and you use uh, uh, an AI to do help you to reach a certain level, if you publish it, you have that intelligence of publishing it, so you're accountable for it. That machine can't take that accountability. You can't say, oh, the machine did it, and therefore... I believe it. That's, yeah.
3: Right. So, in the case of a business, you need to have someone checking that. But in the case of, say, a teacher and a student, it might be time for an oral test. I think oh,
4: that's we're well, going to it, shift it
3: towards, and it's going to have to. I think, right? I think
4: yeah, you have to do something. an
0: oral interview.
4: Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to speculate on how what they need to do. But if the question is, uh, all, all I'm saying is, there's there be different ways of testing as well. Uh, which is taking that you've already uh, making the assumption you've already used whatever has to be used and and going from there.
0: You know no, I, I think uh, that we're gonna go with like down another rabbit hole here. God Le- you know, I knew this last because I, you are such a polymath. like I feel like we can go down so many different rabbit holes with you and
1: who wants to listen to a boring old speech? Wouldn't it be better if I could actually bring one of these wonders in to show you it? Say, oh, I don't know, um, the Internet. I think it would. And I have. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present to you the Internet. Oh, please, no flash photography. You'll harm the Internet. Ladies and gentlemen. Why is no one laughing? If anything were to happen to this box, the world as we know it would fall into chaos. Planes would drop from the sky like tables. Society would tear itself apart like an angry child with a napkin. Man's primeval instinct to survive at any cost would lead to terrible violence. So please, no flash photography. LAUGHTER and that's what the flashing light is for. Anyone? Is it heavy? Is it? <laughs> that's a bit of a silly question. The internet doesn't weigh anything.
4: <laughs> an well, okay,
1: guys, uh, I guess I should wrap it up. Aww. No, no, I, I really have to finish up. <laughs>
2: isn't that funny. I know,
1: it's terrible.
2: I thought at least we could get a good story out of it. You know, something we'd remember.
0: <laughs> Y2K.
3: Or blackouts. See, now they're getting the reaction they hoped for. Les,
0: thank you so yeah. much for your time. This was such a thoughtful conversation. Who to thunk you guys? Uh, we would take a British sitcom and have some real deep, deep conversations.
4: Oh, thank yeah. you for having me. It's all of you. Uh, Actually, uh, we all share ideas. I don't know that I give any more or less than. All of oh, you thinking.
3: absolutely did. You're like you're a really deep thinker. Thank you so much.
4: Oh,
3: we, thank you. We, we
0: need more deep thinkers in our world, my friend. We do, right. we do. Um, and I just want to do one slight little thing here. i just realized, I don't know if you guys see this, but there's an EL on my little makeup here, just so. I, I, do, see oh, okay. I do see it, I do see
1: it.
0: Just a little shout out there. But anyway, I just thought I would share that. So You're I good. think this is a great uh, conversation. Thank you so much for everyone for joining us for Checkpoint Real Talk. That's a wrap on today's episode of Checkpoint Real Talk. If you like this video, hit that subscribe button and some of those other buttons to show us your appreciation. And if you want to learn more or have any questions, please let us know in the comments. We'll see you next time for another episode of Checkpoint Real Talk.